Hello everybody and welcome to the Cine Place podcast on a lovely day in sunny London and I'm joined by Gronya Pete, Managing Director of the ECA Event Cinema Association. Hello Gronya. Hello Helen. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good thank you. Weather always helps. It does doesn't it and you look very summery. I, I've been told that three times. That's before. what yellow does for you. There you go. <laughs> so how are you doing after the recent Barcelona Cine Europe trip. Do you know what's mad, isn't it? So it was two weeks yesterday um, we took to the stage and um, it feels madness. It almost feels like it was a lifetime ago, but yeah, it was only really kind of two weeks ago. It does feel a long <laughs> time ago, ago actually, it already. already. Yeah. You sort of just sort of... Uh, you forget, like, you sort of live in this intense bubble and when you're there, I mean, it feels like you've been there forever and then all of a sudden it just feels like, when was it? How long ago was it? Is When, when is the next one? So it's been good, really. I mean, I sort of took the... The week off following Cine Europe just to kind of catch up on life um, and then I've sort of been back this week and then you, you know you always have that kind of come back to your emails and like why <laughs> why didn't I sort of do kind of some sort of inbox management but um, it's been nice and it's been sort of lovely sort of like following up so it's a nice thing to come back to actually sort of like following up on all the kind of positive feedback and interest that we had over Cine Europe as well. Yeah that's lovely because um, you were a very busy lady but we will get on to that in a sec. Um, so how so we chatted obviously oh god when was it now a few months ago? Yes, yeah, so I think post talking Day about Day your before conference. Yes. Yeah, so probably back April, March. Yeah, March because I hadn't even announced in Europe by then. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. very true. So, how have things been? So, talk us through kind of what you've been up to and prepping for Sydney Europe. I guess. Yeah, I mean to be honest with you, like um, in those last kind of couple of months, in Europe just took over everything. So when we last spoke, I was sort of just on the verge of doing the UKCA conference. And then once we put that one to bed, it was sort of then sort of gearing up to Sydney Europe. So we sort of were working on kind of negotiating what the deal might be and then how we might package that up and kind of really understanding whether we could make it work before committing to it. So um, that was kind of initially what I was trying to do was like, can I deliver on this and making sure that I had commitment before signing any kind of contract uh, with the Film Expo team. Uh, and then, as I said, yeah, it's pretty much been... Cine Europe has been the, like, the last sort of three months or so. Um, and as I said, like, and before is sort of the focus on the membership driving it. Um, we've been working on our annual report that we launched yes, as well. Yes, of course, yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so they've been busy. <laughs> Had a few things on <laughs> your plate. This was the first time ever at Cine Europe that the Event Cinema Association was presenting on the main stage. Yes. Yes. Talk me through it. How did it come about? What went into it? Tell us, tell us the story. So, Cine Europe is organised by uh, Unic um, and Film Expo. So, they've got a partnership where they sort of work and deliver on it. So, it's no state secret at all that obviously I used to work with Phil. And Phil's very much involved with the running of Cine Europe. But also, I think, from a film expo side, so Show East, which is another one that they run Mm -hmm. over in the US, um, so Trafalgar took a sort of a studio sort of slot um, last year, and I think that sort of gave uh, the Sunshine Brothers from Film Expo, who run 
it's an Europe convention, the idea of thinking actually, you know, we could see some sort of event cinema product presentation working. So thank you to Mark and Trafalgar <laughs> for <laughs> paving for the way. Yeah. Um, and then of course Fathom in the US has also been involved with CinemaCon. So it's not a case of that there hasn't been any kind of event cinema product presentations, but this is the first time that event cinema in the round and as a whole and sort of everyone kind of coming together to kind of showcase a, a big range of event cinema content. We were, so yeah, so that was brilliant. Um, so the conversations that I had with Andrew, I mean, I mean, as with all of these things, you start with these amazing grand plans, you know, from, <laughs> oh my God, we're going to do two hours on the stage, and then we're going to have this, and we're going to have a live gaming station, and we're going to do three seminars, and, you know, thank God we didn't do all of that, because I think even doing what we did do was enough. Does it make uh, you feel anxious thinking about it? Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we sort of had a look and we sort of, and Andrew, Andrew was just brilliant to work with and we sort of, we talked about costs up front, you know, um, and we had a few sort of negotiations on and met at a price point that I think or I thought I could possibly deliver on. I mean, as you know, pretty much everything that, um, the total cost of us being at Cine Europe and having a present there was funded by sponsors and the content providers. So, again, it wasn't there for the ECA to kind of make any money from or benefit. It was just a case of let's break even on this because it was important for us to have that visibility, it's, I think. It's really worth doing, yeah. 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 So, as I said, so what I did is I sort of initially thought, how do I package this whole thing up? Mm -hmm. uh, and how do I break that down in terms of and how can I get people involved um, at... Uh, a relatively enticing price, but then also helped us cover our costs. Mm -hmm. um, and then, as I said, I sort of had initial sort of buy-in and commitment before going back to the sunshine to saying, yep, yeah, okay, let's do this. Mm. Uh, and then the rest is, yeah, <laughs> putting it all together. What was your, so as you say, you kind of, your, your initial vision was, you know, a, a big, grand, amazing thing. What was, when you then had kind of trimmed it all down, what was the what was it looking like? What what did it? What were we left? What, with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what we what we finally kind of agreed on as well was so we had the hour product presentation. We wanted to host a drinks reception again. That sort of felt involved or as part of the convention itself. Uh, we had initially looked at doing some sort of seminar. Um, but at that point in time, I didn't really feel like there was anything really new worth kind of tabling or discussing. Um, and then within that, we, we had our meeting room in a space as well, again, which was kind of up within the kind of the main sponsor. So that was a great opportunity. And actually, we had a conversation with the board in terms of let's not actually take on too much. Like, let's, you know, do a few things and do them well. Um, she says, even though I then signed up to be on two panels. <laughs> uh, and honestly, this was this it's year. To challenge yourself, oh, honestly. Honestly, it yourself. was, this year was totally different for me. I mean, like, Sydney Europe's always been one of the highlights, you know, in terms of the calendar year of industry events. But always, you know, for most of the part, I have a really good time, you know? And I sort of have meetings, I get to go along to everything. I mean, this year I barely saw any of the product presentations. I mean, I don't think I really had five minutes to myself the whole week. I was running from one, one meeting to another, to a rehearsal, to a seminar, to prepping. Um, so it was pretty intense. I mean, I remember at one point in our room, I literally had like a queue of three people waiting to talk to me. It was like this conveyor belt. I got to the point of where I was like, can I just record <laughs> my... Some answers, <laughs> FAQs. <Yeah. laughs> 
And then if there's anything that's not covered in this recording, I'll answer your questions. You, know, so you just hear yourself saying the same thing, like, yeah, repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. But it was brilliant. It was, it was brilliant to basically have FaceTime with so many people who I've been emailing um, to meet new people. Build connections, yeah. Definitely. And, I, you know, sort of talk them through, you know, what I want to do now with the Events and Association. Yeah. And hopefully our visibility and our presence up on the stage as well really kind of helped cement that. And I thought we put on a good show. Yeah, it was fab. I saw it. I was there. Sat with James Connor, UKCA. Hello, James. Uh, <laughs> what was your main objective like, if you had to pick one, what would you say the top thing was? Would it be having that visibility and having taking the stage or anything else? I think taking the stage is what needed to happen. Um, I think being able to put the content up there, um, and particularly, like, we had a full house. You know, we yeah. had 1,570 out of 1,700 turn oh, up. Wow. Yeah. So, um, you know, and that's hugely exciting. And, but also the value for the content providers in terms of the yeah, yeah, of eyeballs that's going to reach them. But also everybody has seen it. Everybody can see this is what event cinema can offer. This is what it can do, you know. But also here's the range of stuff that, you know, we can help bring to your cinemas. So that was, I think, the kind of the key goal. But then for me, it was making sure that I put on something that was good and something that was worthwhile. And... I was nervous, I was really nervous, you know, thinking, we don't have the budgets that the, that the studios have. Of course, yeah. You know, so making sure that we put something together that was slick, that was professional, that was engaging, you know, that had momentum, it, you know, it, it, it felt slick and engaging. And that was the biggest challenge because, you know, I said we, we included content from 14 different content providers, Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. So, you know, when you're faced with the challenge of, okay, how can I put all of their content together in one hour, give everybody fair representation, but also make it engaging? I mean, we were <laughs> the only uh, sort of presentation that had the most number of speakers. I mean, as you know, we had people come on and off. And again, I, I was having kittens about... How can we make this look slick? You know, and, and that stage is huge. So yeah, again, it's yeah. time as well of bringing people on and off the stage. Um, so as you all know, what, we, what I did is I sort of packaged it up into having four showcase slots. So basically we had four 10-minute slots where people could basically come on and present um, and talk about a few of their kind of key titles. We then did um, two sort of feature sizzles again you know for one content provider um and then the imax one came in quite late in the day but it was quite exciting so we managed to kind of, of get course, them yeah, yeah the yeah. sound garden yeah. so that was quite exciting that we managed to get them in at the end and then for everybody else we basically then we put together the main show reel so it was contribute into this main show reel and everything will be branded and we'll have the brochure at the end of it so when people walk out they you know they know what they've seen and they know who to go to um and, and then, so what I did is, again, with the board, as we were sort of talking about the selection process, and again, I didn't want it to kind of come down to uh, be seen as favours, or they got a slot because they're on the board, or they've been the longest supporter of the ECA, therefore they have got a slot. I mean, I sort of turned to everyone, and I was very honest with them, and I said, this comes down to content, so you've all got to tell me what it is you're going to showcase, what it is you're going to talk about. It stayed with me, <laughs> so like my board didn't even know, <laughs> uh, uh, and then I made the decision, so I thought, I, 
people may hate me after this <laughs> if I don't pick them. But um, but I thought that's what I wanted. I wanted to have. I wanted to show the best possible content. So it came down to you know what is it that you've got? What can you what can you bring in terms of screen time? What have you got? What clips or what kind of special features or additionality can you bring to it? You know, what would you do in those 10 minutes, basically? Mm -hmm. And from that, that kind of helped me pick out and carve and, uh, yeah. and, and who to go with. So when we got to Cine Europe, so again, <laughs> managing all those different people and to kind of put it all together was quite difficult. But we got there in the end. And then when we got to the first rehearsal where we started to properly stitch it all together... I just got really excited. Mm. I was really genuinely excited because I thought, we've got some great content here, we've got some great footage. Um, you know, all of the guys that came up and presented, they were amazing speakers, they delivered it passionately. It was something new, it was something different to what any of the other delegates had seen before. So I got to the point where I was like, I mean, I'm quite a nervous public speaker, I don't really enjoy it. Um, but then I got excited. When I saw it all up on the screen, I was like, I'm just genuinely excited to show this to people now. And also I thought, I've worked too hard. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> to be nervous about this. Um, so yeah, so I think, I think we did put on a really good hour. Uh, you know, and for our first time as well. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and, and I said, it's a, there's a lot of people to kind of manage within, within that to kind of put it all together. But I think we did a good job. Yeah, you did a fab job. So talk me through who presented what and the, the kind of structure now that it's happened. We can talk about that? Yeah, we can now. Nothing is embargoed. So what was nice as well is that we had a few exclusive reveals yes, as well. Yeah. So a few new announcements. So on the kind of on the big showcases, we've got, our, we had more to screen. Um, you know, so they sort of announced 42nd Street, which was a brilliant one because I've had a couple of UKCA members who had said to me, I've heard that there's a copy of this going around. Do you know who, who's who got it? And I sort of said to the to the UKCA member, went, are you going to Cine Europe? <laughs> you may find out there. <laughs> like, I may know, but I can't tell you. Um, you know, so 42nd Street and Kinky Boots, both incredibly exciting titles, so yeah, they'll be great. Yeah. Probably um, following the footsteps of the King and I, that kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. and they will do tremendously well. And, you know, we, then we had uh, Cinema Live, who, of course, still come at Westlife, which is happening this coming I'm Saturday. Me too. <laughs> as, as we all know, Gron's a Westlife fan. I've seen them live three times. I have um, I do, yeah, I know. Um, and then, of course, they've got Dracula. You know, they've got their Australian opera season as well. You know, so, again, some huge sort of titles coming out from them. We have Piece of Magic, um, who again showed more from the wonderful Andre, 70 years young. With great hair. I mean, that is just going to do phenomenally well. So now yeah. people get to learn about the man himself. I mean, what's not, what's not to love and want yeah. to go and see about that? And then, of course, he's got Apollo 11 out at the moment. Um, so hopefully that's doing really well for Piece of Magic. And then Trafalgar, again, you know, they had a special clip from... Roger Walters, which was incredible to watch. Really, really good piece. Um, and they've got The Cure coming up as well, so that should yeah. do really well for them. I mean, what I wanted to ensure that we did is that we had a good range of the different genres as well that yeah, we yeah, showcased. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was really nice um, that I've been told sort of secondhand is from a couple of exhibitors that watched the presentation was that again, it was exciting for them because there was lots of things that they would want to go and book for their cinema yeah. and that they hadn't seen before. And that's kind of what you want. That's what you want to achieve is that the fact that you've 
actually brought new content to a cinema owner and they want to book it. Well, it's not just presented for the sake of like, oh, look at some nice things on screen. It's exactly with that sort of reason in mind, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and that's actually a nice sort of segue into my next question, which is what feedback did you receive? You know, what did people say? It was it was phenomenal. Do you know what? It almost kind of feels like a bizarre dream. Yeah. <laughs> like at one point, I mean, I said to people, I had just, as I was just walking along, people were just at post the presentation, were just dropping their business cards into my hand or smiling at me like, well done, that was brilliant. So the feedback was amazingly positive, um, you know, from everyone, even like, and the tech team um, that put on that show, Andy Peter Associates, yeah, they yeah. are incredible. Honestly, they are super professional and just an absolute dream to work with. And, you know, they are, perf- I thought I was a perfectionist. No, these guys nail it. And like, they have such a tough job of making sure that of putting it all together and making everything run so smoothly. But, you know, they they were really excited, you know, and again, for them, it was something new and different to see. I mean, obviously, all content that was shown was absolutely brilliant. But, you know, but, <laughs> but I think because we brought something different, uh, you know, and again, I think it, it's there was a sort of a lack of some of the other studios in terms of their presence this year. Um, so I think that helped us as well. It probably gave us a little bit of a, a bigger window and it was our first time. So people, are th- you know, that kind of curiosity brought people along. But, but, you know, sort of generally on the whole, you know, it's been really positive. In hindsight, would you, would you approach anything differently? Would you change anything or, or did it all run like relatively get more to plan? help. Okay, yeah, <laughs> good, good. It's probably a fair, fair point to note. Yeah, I get more help. I think with all of these things, you know, you can refine it, you can improve it. And I think it will be interesting to kind of start to get a little bit more of kind of formal feedback from people in terms of the format. I mean, we had 43 minutes of content to show. So that was even without anybody saying anything for an hour show. I mean, again, most people will know I had to pull out of one of my panels because we were 30 minutes over uh, from our first rehearsal and the only slot that they could give us with the tech team to kind of edit it down and shave off the half an hour was during that time. Um, so that was quite stressful, but we got there. I butchered everybody's speeches. <laughs> You're not saying that, and I'm my own as well. Um, so I think there's a lot to kind of be learned to sort of say, like, did that work? I mean, I was really conscious that it... it it was always going to be content heavy. So how to kind of put that together and deliver it in a way that was engaging throughout, you know? I mean, having sat in sort of presentations myself, you know, you do get to the point of, you know, you do, you ultimately have... Saturation, yeah. yeah. I was going to say switch off point, but yeah. (laughs) But saturation, yeah, with it. So it would be kind of good to sort of get some honest feedback in terms of what we can do because I'm always kind of up for improving it. And, you know, and I suppose... Once you've done something once, you know, going back to it the second time, it becomes a lot easier because I was so, you know, I was unfamiliar. I had no idea of how much work is involved, the the process, the setup, what's needed, what's required. So, I mean, ultimately, next year we will go back. Uh, the Sunshines have agreed to take us back. So, uh, yay! Um, so I think we at least we can kind of plan it a lot better now and we've got a little bit more time because I've got an idea of... Time you know what like, to expect. Exactly. Yeah. What what needs to be delivered and by when and what's required and do you know what I mean? And I can sort of be a little bit stricter with some more some deadlines and be a little bit freer on other things. Yeah. How does it compare with the ECA Slate Day pulling all that together? Are there sort of 
similarities? Is it completely different? Gosh, Slate Day seems easy now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like the Slate Day, yeah, I suppose when, I mean, it's similar really. I mean, it's, I think people just don't really appreciate the amount of work that does go in to putting these kind of things together. And particularly when you you are one person doing the main bulk of it. Um, it is a it is a lot of work, and as we know, I'm quite a perfectionist about these things. And it was hugely important to me to make sure that whatever we did, it was going to be good. Um, so for I mean, it, and effectively, it felt like a condensed slate day, sort of a full day into one hour, yeah. but the same kind of amount of work. But I think with Cine Europe, what you've got is, you know that. The, the convention center is vast and there's a you know there's so many different teams for everything so you know you've got one team that's emailing you three times a day about your meeting room and then you've got all the tech stuff for the actual presentation and then you know there's all the kind of conversations that are going on about the various seminars and things that I was um or the panels that I was a, a part of uh you know and then on top of that there was the drinks reception and offer you know doing that so there's a lot of spinning loads of plates yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so um but as I said, now you've sort of, we've got a little bit more of a sense of, but also an expectation of what things cost and what you can do, what you, what you can get away with, what you can't get away with. Um, you know, so, you know, companies that do it sort of year in, year out, like the Eclairs, like Harkness, you know, they're, they're kind of set up to kind of just kind of ship these things in, someone sets it all up. But, you know, it was all, all very new for us. But, yeah, sort of next year we can hopefully make it bigger and better. We've, you've talked about kind of the volume of stuff you had to get through. Were there any other kind of significant challenges or was it kind of just because you were trying to get everything done on your own and, as you say, there were so many different things to focus on? Yeah, I th- it, it's more, it was more workload yeah. than there being anything challenging. I mean, what's lovely, you know, particularly about the event cinema community is that everyone's hugely supportive, you know, and, and again, the the board of directors were wonderful. I mean, each and every one pretty much did help me out on a specific thing and I could sort of turn to them and say, right, I need someone to help me with this. And they were great, you know, particularly, uh, you know, particularly Janelle and Mark, Janelle from Cinema Live and Mark from Trafalgar, who were great in terms of giving me their kind of internal resources to help me with things. So huge thank you. Um, But no, I think it is mainly just, it's a lot of work that goes into it rather than it being necessarily difficult and challenging and as I said everyone was just supportive everyone wanted us to do well yeah it just makes it such a difference yeah. yeah fab well um so what's next for the ECA then what what's what's coming up or have you got a slightly quieter summer and then you can prep never for... <laughs> <laughs> never quite so yesterday we announced uh, we did the save the date for our conference nice so we've now announced that which is the Thursday the 10th of October at the I Film Museum in Amsterdam very nice. I know. So apparently Brussels wasn't <laughs> as attractive for people. Oh, of course, and I, and yeah. I couldn't quite make Brussels work, really, within the timeframes that we had. Um, but, you know, from the response we've had to hosting it in Amsterdam and at the iFilm Museum, it's been fantastic. Um, I, mean, I don't know if anybody's seen the building, but it's a beautiful space. And you also get a little ferry over to oh. the cinema yeah so it does and it, like it yeah and it's so and it's just an incredible cinema so even for me it'd be nice to go somewhere a little bit different to host a conference yeah. so that's the 10th of october and actually you know that's two and a half months away i was gonna say it'll be yeah. here in five minutes yeah, yeah. So, uh, so so that's it <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's me up till Christmas. Well, thank you for joining me, Gronya. Thanks for uh, having for me, Helen. A whistle stop tour of Sydney, Europe, um, and congratulations because you did a fantastic job. Thank so you. I hope you have some lovely sun time and some lovely rest time, but prob- probably not myself. <laughs> yeah. um, so to everybody listening, don't forget to check out cineplace.co.uk for all news, insights, and info on all things event cinema, and check out our social media handle as well, which is at Cineplace Live. I will be back very soon with another episode and until then see you soon